people are going to hate you just for existing and there's nothing you can do about it. She's intimidating. I'm your host, Jess. Okay, so I'm going to start by explaining to you the title of this episode. And this is going to hit hard to my intimidating girlies out there. I'm titling it The Most Unliked Girl in the Room. Because boy, let me tell you, I know how it feels. But first, we have a few things to talk about. Like, number one, I have been doing more research about like, podcast promotion and just been doing like more work involving the podcast because I've been getting some downloads lately. Shout out to all of you guys. It's actually been fun. Like the numbers are exponentially growing and it's pretty cool. So I've been doing more research regarding it. And they all said that your podcast needs to have a purpose. And I don't think I've ever really shared it with you guys. So like the purpose of this podcast, not this specific one, but like my whole podcast, She's Intimidating, the purpose of it would be, I would say, to help people like me who are intimidating understand slash navigate what it is. Like people look at being intimidating as such a negative thing. And I even did for a really long time, but it isn't like, it's not just means you're confident. And then maybe to help those who are less confident become more intimidating. I just kind of want to erase the whole stigma of intimidating. When people said that about me, like you're intimidating I straight up used to like get panic attacks and be like, well, what do you mean? Like, is that my fault? Oh, oh, it made me so mad. And there was such a stigma against it. So like, I want to erase it. And then I don't know, maybe you're a dude who's like, my bitch intimidating. So that's why you listen to this podcast. I don't know. But here's the thing is I would say being intimidating or confident, I should say, it's not really linear. I would say I'm an overall confident person. I've said this multiple times, but honestly, at this stage in my life, I don't feel intimidating. And I think that has to do with just kind of the situation I'm in in my life. I kind of work a job I'm not happy at. I'm in an area I'm not happy like in. So I think it's surrounded by my environment. Like that's why I don't feel confident right now. So especially right now, it's kind of hard for me to tell people and it has been hard for me to record podcast episodes lately. I've been doing it and being consistent. So proud of myself for that one. But it's been hard for me because it's like I don't feel intimidating right now. And then I have been way more open and honest towards people. Like if they ask about what I do in my free time, I'm like, oh, I have a podcast. It's called She's Intimidating. And then I almost like choke and I'm like, like, yeah, I have a podcast called She's Intimidating, but I actually don't feel intimidating right now. And obviously they don't know that, but sometimes, especially lately, telling people that I'm just like, (laughs) like I'm a fraud and I know that it's not, but it's normal. You go through stages like you're not always the most confident girl in the room. I don't know. You're just not always her overall, but that's okay. Sorry, kind of maybe I got a little too high before the podcast episode, but it's okay. It's still going to be a good one. I love that you all know that now. I knew I was going to eventually tell you. And here's my goal for the podcast is to be able to eventually tell you guys everything that happens in my life and not be worried about like what managers will think and bosses to think and all that stuff. So like, I'm going to start doing that. Just telling you everything I want to tell you. 
I want to be such an open and honest person. And I feel like that I am. So (laughs) I have a story. So you guys know that I totaled my car. I'm pretty sure I told you. And if I didn't tell you, yeah, I freaking totaled my car. Anyway, (laughs) so this is such a wild story. So my insurance hasn't been able to send me the check for my car yet because a bank is listed as the lien of the car that shouldn't be, if that makes sense. Okay, so let me go back to the beginning. I needed a co-signer on my car. So one of my parents co-signed. The goal was that within six months, I was to refinance the loan in my own name and just have it be in my name. And so, oh my gosh, I don't even know how people mess up this badly, but it's a thing and people messed up this badly. So I refinanced the loan through my own bank, which means they were to pay out another institution for the previous loan, right? And I was to carry it through my bank. So anyways, I did that for like five years, paid off the loan recently, and I never requested the title of my car because I just thought they'd have it until I requested it. And I heard sometimes that maybe they just send it to you. But I don't know. I was just like, uh, like I was lazy. Okay. I should have gone and figured out where this title was. So now my car insurance is trying to get the title because they're buying the car for me, right? I totaled it. So they wrote me a check. Now they need the car and the title of the car. And I wrote my lien holder as my bank. But the DMV had the very first bank from five years ago listed as the lien holder. And this bank was like, oh, you know, we sent the title and the lien release to your bank and they just like never accepted it. And then my bank is like, we just we never got it. And so I'm not even kidding you guys. They lost the title of my car. Freaking lost it. I'm like, uh, y'all, huh? So the thing is. And I don't even really know how this works because technically I did pay off my car. So there shouldn't have been a lien on the car in the first place. But I think since America first, I'll just tell you what bank it was, America First Credit Union. Shout out to them because y'all messed up because I heard multiple people say this happened to them. I thought this was just like absurd. And multiple people were like, no, America First has done this and lost the title of my car. So don't get your loan through America First, y'all. There's probably a reason they accepted my loan at freaking like 19 years old. Jesus. Okay. Whoo, that story is so crazy. So then I had to go to my bank. I had to leave work and like go sign forms. And I'm not sure what it was. I think it was to release the lien to them. And then they were going to get a new title of the car issued. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. All I know is that I'm supposed to give it seven to 10 business days. So I probably should have gotten all the facts first, but I'll know more in seven to 10 business days. But literally, I paid off an entire loan to a bank that straight up didn't have the lien to my car, didn't have the title to my car, nothing. I'm like, y'all, who's checking these things? You had nothing to my car. Can you? That's like false advertising. Is that the word? They were selling me something. Technically, they didn't have the rights to sell me, which it's not like I owe anything or anyone else more money. It's just the paper trail. The paperwork and paper trail did not follow like where the money was going. So the insurance can't release a check to me until that is all sorted out. So whatever, I was going to use it for the down payment of another car anyway. So it's like I'm not hurting on that money, but still, oh my God, I couldn't believe that happened to me. I'm like, okay, wild. So here's the thing, y'all. I think that's really all I have to say about the updates. 
But I want to talk about being the most unliked girl in the room. Okay, I think the best way to go about this is to share a couple examples with you guys on when I felt like I was the most hated girl in the room. And your room could literally consist of two people or more, okay? Just a time when you blatantly knew someone didn't like you and you didn't know why. So here are my examples. So in my old lab job, God, I do not miss that place. I had an opposite, right? My shifts were seven on, seven off, which means I had someone who worked my opposite schedule which means when I was working, she was not working. And when she was working, I was not working, right? We literally never worked together ever. So why did she end up like absolutely hating me? Honestly, I have no idea. We never even spent time together. We did nothing. But I honestly think it came down to the fact that I just brought out an insecurity in her for some reason. She also made a ton of mistakes that I had to like pick up the slack for which really kind of sucked but she really didn't have any reason to not like me because she literally never spent any time around me so that was a time where i'm like felt like the most hated girl in the room the room containing of me and her here is a little bit of a bigger room like a group setting i was seeing this guy and he started to bring me around his friend group and we'd always go to the same townhouse to like party i guess and just hang out and there would be like six-ish other girls and maybe like six-ish other guys. It was really a couple's thing. And all the girls would like run upstairs because one of the girls lived there. It was her house. All of them besides me. They would run upstairs, lock themselves in a room and not invite me. And keep in mind, they did this since like the first day I'd ever even met them. And I never knew any of them prior to that. So they'd like run upstairs, not invite me. And so I was like forced to hang out with the guys because what else was I supposed to do? Like all these girls ran upstairs and aren't even speaking to me. Then it got to a point where the girls started to tell the guys that I was not allowed to come over there anymore. And I even got, (laughs) I literally got uninvited to one of their weddings. And let me tell you, I did nothing to these girls. Like I was there with another guy and I like drove myself crazy trying to figure out what I did to them. Like in my own brain, I was like, what did I do to these girls? I didn't even know them. Like they were like this to me the first day that they ever met me. So like, that's another example of when I knew and felt like I was the most hated girl in the room. Honestly, is there times you will be the most hated in the room because you physically did something? There will be times when you're the most hated person in the room because you're in a room with a bunch of insecure people. And the thing about insecure people or people who don't like you, and actually I heard this because I heard it from Indie Blue's TikTok and it's so true. It's like people who are insecure, they want you to hate you as much as they hate you. And like as much as they hate themselves, honestly, they want to bring you down to their level because... I don't know. Maybe that's easier to them. I'm not sure. Like it's easier to bring someone down to your level because if you don't, that means you have to look inward. And a lot of people truly are not willing to do that. And I think the times that you'll be like the most hated girl in the room is if you are in a room full of insecure people because they don't really have anyone else to target. And it's so sad because I see this like you see all the time on movies, but I used to see it in my real life. Where like these two friends, you know, like you're getting ready with your friends and you'll be like, oh, what should I wear? And then the two other friends 
deliberately choose the uglier option for that girl. Things like that. Like she, in the instance, is the most hated girl in the room. That's what I mean by being the most hated girl in the room. Just you can feel it too. And maybe you didn't do anything wrong. You just existed. And there's this girl I work with and oh my God, y'all, I only have three more weeks of that job. God bless. But she like absolutely despises me for no reason. Well, okay. I say no reason, but I really just think it comes down to jealousy. And I'm not saying that in a cocky way. Like I'm really not. It's just like her actions are super cruel to me and the way she like, we don't speak. We genuinely don't speak. And nothing ever really happened. Uh, I just called her out one time and I don't think she appreciated that. But like, sometimes everyone needs to be called out. Okay. That's the thing. You guys remember the HR story that I told you with my boyfriend? That story? Yeah. So same girl, you know, she ran down to HR and said we made her uncomfortable. And literally, we never made anyone ever uncomfortable at all. We don't even really touch each other at work. Yeah. Same girl. And she did that like for no reason. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's just like comes to an insecurity. Like Indy Blue said, I think she wants me to hate me as much as she hates me. But honey, that's not going to happen. Okay. That is not going to happen. And here's the thing is sometimes people are going to hate you just for existing, especially if you're confident and there's nothing you can do about it. Like going back to Indy Blue as an example there are people who are such assholes to her. So mean. Like she's, you know, gotten really skinny lately, but I, I don't know. It's like, I don't think she's not eating. Like people are just being mean and calling her anorexic because she has obviously gotten skinnier, but it's like, I don't know. You just don't know people's lives. So to make judgments and like, even if she were struggling with an eating disorder and I really don't think she is or anything like that, what if that was like a trigger to her, you know, and people were just triggering her? Because I think that would trigger people who did have an eating disorder. But people are just really, really mean. And I think it's because they're super, super jealous of her life. And she lives a really cool and a really fun life, genuinely. And so I think people just want to bring her down. So she is an example of like the most hated girl on Instagram, in my opinion. But like, I don't hate her. I love her. I just think so many girls don't like her because of how confident and intimidating she is. I would actually love to have her on the podcast one of these days, but not yet. Like once the podcast, wow, why did I say podcast like that? Once the podcast explodes, then I'll have her on. But like I said, she's an example of just, she didn't do anything wrong at all, but she probably feels like she did because of the way that people treat her. She's the most hated girl in the room but not really. I hope like this is not offensive because it's not like that at all. And I think we just drive ourselves crazy just being like, why me? Like, why? What did I do deserve this? And I think it happens to people who are pretty confident overall. And that's not always going to happen. It's not like every room you're in, everyone hates you. Like sometimes you're in a good room with confident people and your people And sometimes, I don't know, you just end up in a room with not your people. And maybe it's like you work together and so you can't really control who you work with, right? That's your manager. I don't know, like maybe you ended up being roommates with that person or whatever it is. Like there are some things that are completely out of your control. And that's where maybe you do end up being 
one of the most hated people in the room. <laughs> the most hated girl in the room. This topic's actually kind of fun. And I don't even know if people will relate to this at all. But I just used to drive myself crazy. And I on my last podcast, I told you guys a story of how these girls <laughs> used to like, oh my God, this breaks my little high school heart. This happened to me so much. But basically, I made a plan with a bunch of girls to go to the baseball game and do all this stuff after school. But I think I had to work for a few hours. So I was like, oh, I'll just like text you guys and catch up. And there was like five of them. And I texted the like all of them individually. I was like, where are we meeting up and stuff? And they literally like all ignored me. Not a single person answered me. And then I ran into them at the baseball game because I still ended up going. And then I think my savage ass like went and sat next to them. And I was like, oh, like, are all your phones dead? Like I did some motherfucking thing to call them out. I know I did because I was a savage in high school. But that would be an example of when I was the most hated girl in the room. And I didn't really do anything to them. And I don't know, like, obviously, you're going to be the most hated person in the room if you do something bad, you know, like if you sleep with someone else's boyfriend, you might deserve to be the most hated girl in the room. But as for the rest of us, we're just trying to like live life. Okay. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm like, I'm actually a really fun person. No one needs to hate me. Like, I'm actually super fun. And I understand that I'm brutally honest and like bold. But yeah, if you don't like brutally honest and bold people, you probably should stay away from like Cabernets, like wine. I'm talking wine because that's like some bold. <laughs> wine okay like stick to the non-bold wine stick to the non-bold people because <laughs> i get it i get it okay my personality is not for the faint of heart it's not at all but i don't know i really just wanted to talk about like being the most hated girl in the room because i feel you and for some reason i don't know why i feel like this is such a cocky subject but i hope those examples made sense you know like instances where you really don't do anything wrong but for some reason, people just like want to isolate you and like, I don't know, maybe not be your friend. And I actually had a friend call me. She was at a party with a bunch of people she didn't know, like someone randomly invited her. She goes and then she was like, no one made me feel welcome. All the girls isolated me out. Like. She's like, I don't know. I, in a sense, like almost felt like they were jealous of me and I was like, honey, you were the most hated girl in the room and she didn't do anything wrong. She didn't know any of those people. But they probably, for some reason, felt threatened by her. That's definitely what it is. When you're the most hated girl in the room, you are threatening people. And not like purposely. I'm not saying you're actually threatening people, but people feel threatened by you. And I think that's why they isolate you. So I think the only thing you can do is just find your people that don't do that to you. And that's the friends that you need. That's the people that you need to surround yourself with. because. You don't deserve to feel that way. You really don't. But obviously, it's out of your control. Like I said, you could be put in situations that, you know, like maybe you wouldn't surround yourself around that person typically, but you have no choice because you work with them, right? And that's kind of the instance I'm in. That's why I'm like, you know what? Maybe working for people just like is not the job for me. <laughs> maybe my ass just needs to podcast. Am I right or am I right? Okay, so <laughs> you guys, I have another story, but also to end the note on being the most unlike girl in the room, I know we already kind of ended it, but we're going to end it again. 
I think lately I'm such a homebody because a lot of the times I end up being the most unliked girl in the room. And then I come home and I lay in bed with crippling anxiety being like trying to figure out what I did. And sometimes I did nothing. Like I will drive myself insane over that shit. And I'm really kind of sick of doing it. So I'm done. I really, really am done. Okay. Now, can I tell you guys about the time I was humbled yesterday? Oh my gosh. It was a journey. So I went into work yesterday, quite arguably the worst day of work in my entire life, you know, because I don't know, I just felt like the most unliked girl in the room, hence the purpose of me doing this podcast. Anyway, I'm really glad that I only have three weeks left. But I have this table and it's an older couple, maybe like in their 80s, husband and wife. And I go up to them, you know, giving them water, talking to them in the middle of my spiel about the menu. They go, like not them, but the guy goes, I'll take a C-Ram 7 and are you ready to take our order or what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to take your order. But like I was just in the middle of my menu tour. So I went and got him his like drink. And then obviously I took their order right then. And I was like, okay, like these people ain't messing around. Honestly, they were fine except for this. I had these platform combat boot Doc Martens on. Y'all, you cannot make this shit up. And they do hurt my feet. And the husband pointed out, like, do those shoes hurt your feet? Like, you're, and I was like, oh my God, you can tell by the way I walk. Yeah, they are kind of hurting my feet. But I really thought I was getting away with it. It's funny you could tell. And his wife, bless her soul, y'all. She was just honest as fuck. I almost asked if she was a Sagittarius. I almost did. I'm like, when were you born? Because why the fuck would you say that to me? Anyway, not me associating those two things together. She looks down at my Doc Martin platform combat boots and goes, those are the ugliest boots I have ever seen. Like, why would you even be caught dead in those shoes? And at first, I really thought she was fucking joking. And let me tell you, she wasn't kidding in the slightest fucking way. She's like, I cannot believe like people would even sell those. How much did you buy them for? And I was like, oh, like they were 200 bucks. And she's like, you spent $200 to look like that. I would not be caught dead in those shoes. To a point, you guys think I'm being overdramatic. To a point that her husband was like trying to like stop. He's like, I'm so sorry for her. He's like, that's really not nice to say. You can't say that to her. Anyways, I'm like, oh, like I'm just trying to play along. But she's like fucking bagging on my boots. She's like, those things are so ugly, which they're actually really cute. They're my favorite pair of boots. And so it's like, if I was an unconfident person, I would probably go hide those boots in the back of my closet and never wear them again because of the way that that lady reacted. But because I'm a confident person, I'm going to continue to wear them because I like them. But I was like the audacity, the audacity. And it was fine. Like I kept my cool, but I was just like already having a hard day at work. And then she's like, those are the ugliest boots I'd ever seen in my entire life. How could you ever spend money on them? How can you be caught dead in them? I'd never be caught dead in them. Those are so bad. I'm not even kidding you guys. I'm just sitting there like, uh. and then their bill was like 180, I want to say, and they left me $50. So I'm pretty sure the husband just kind of felt bad for the behavior of his wife, which he probably should have left me $100 if you really wanted to say sorry, but that's okay. I'll take them $50. But literally, I was just astonished. I was genuinely astonished by the entire situation. I was like, uh, I'm, I'm wearing these boots because I like them. But like the example I shared before, could you imagine if I, you know, 
like was super, super insecure. And I just hid them in the back of my closet because of what she said. And I know that people do that. Like, you know, you hear stories of little kids where they, you know, have this blanket or stuffed animal or just something they have for years and years and years and years. And you never stop seeing them play with it. And then all of a sudden, it's the last thing they want to touch. And usually when that happens, it's because there was an incident with that object. Like maybe someone made fun of them for it. Something happened regarding that object and it just made them completely like isolate it and disregard it. Damn, that was a pretty good example. Anyways, um, I think that's all I have to say this week. Uh, I love you guys so much. Thanks for tuning into my rant. We're getting so close to moving. We're like three weeks away. Me and my boyfriend are going to go camping this weekend. So I'm not going to have any service, but it'll be good to unplug. And by the time you hear this podcast, I'll be back for my camping trip anyway. And yeah, we're getting so close. We just bought boxes and like some bins and stuff for the move. Haven't really started packing anything, but the movers do come in almost two weeks. So I will get a start on that soon. So yeah, it's really the update for the move. All right. Love you all so much. Please follow the Instagram at she's intimidating. And my personal Instagram is at Jess with three S's dot Ariel spelled A-R-I-E-L-L-E. And please don't forget to rate and review the podcast and subscribe if you want to. We have so many new like little listeners in here and I love that. You're all welcome. Every single one of you. But yeah, I think that's all I really have to say this week. Talk to you guys next time. Goodbye.